The Supreme Court began hearing arguments today in a landmark case seeking to kick Donald Trump off the ballot over the January 2021 Capitol riot. This all stems from a Colorado case barring Trump from the ballot there because of efforts to undo his 2020 election loss, but it has wide-reaching implications for Trump's political future and that of other future candidates as well. Quinnipiac University Assistant Law Professor Wayne Unger joins me on the record. Wayne, Suzanne Colucci here. Thanks for being with us today. Now, this is really the justices' the most consequential election case since Bush v. Gore in 2000. Well, certainly I would agree with that. Uh, in fact, I would even argue that it's potentially more consequential than Bush v. Gore in one of the most consequential cases in maybe the last 30, possibly 40 years. Yeah, the implications are tremendous. I mean, Wayne, if this doesn't go his way, is Donald Trump's political career over? Uh, it certainly would seem so. But again, Donald Trump has seemingly surprised uh, many across the country, scholars, uh, laypersons, uh, journalists, um, time and time again. So uh, who's to say that it wouldn't be over uh, if if this doesn't go his way either? All right. Now, how about the arguments today? What did what were your main takeaways? Do you feel they lean in support of Trump? Uh, so in short, yes. Um, now, I have listened to countless uh, Supreme Court oral arguments before, and and it certainly seems that the challengers, so in this case, Anderson, um, who's the named plaintiff in the case, who's challenging Donald Trump's candidacy, um, face a significantly uh, tough battle um, to convince the court. And the court was very, very tough on her um, and, and her counsel today. Uh, it certainly seems that the court is leaning towards um, siding with Trump in this case based off of the questions and the comments that the justices said from the bench. And I think a big part of that is because uh, simply the administratability and the practic uh, the practical effects of if if the court agrees with Anderson and Trump's opponents, uh, because it would be a very difficult precedent to ensure uniformity from state to state if they allow states to essentially disqualify candidates from Section um, under the 14th Amendment. Right. I mean, the, the implications for the future of the country are, are tremendous here. Now, this sets up really the kind of case that justices like to avoid. They don't like getting into this type of thing, correct? <laughs> well, certainly it's it's the custom of the United States Supreme Court to uh, avoid constitutional questions when it can. Uh, however, I think uh, in this case, it cannot do so. It has to answer that constitutional question. And it should be, I should note that... Uh, 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 friends of the court or in the amicus briefs filed in this case, uh, parties on both sides. So both the proponents for Trump as well as the opponents for Trump strongly encourage the court to decide the constitutional questions presented in this case. So I don't think that they can run away from this one. You don't think they can punt this? No, I do not. No, you don't. think So it, it, if they did, it would go to Congress, right? Well, certainly they can. Uh, yes, when I say punt, I I, I should clarify uh, that I don't think that they would punt the constitutional question mm -hmm. um, that is before the court. However, they may punt it over to Congress. To your point, uh, Suzanne, and and in punting it over to Congress, essentially they would say, "Hey, Congress, you need to act to clarify because you're specifically called out in Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment. The amendment gives Congress the power to remove the disability." And so in that case, Congress has to say. Mm, OK. When do you expect there will be something definitive here from the court? 
right? So uh, in each Supreme Court's term, their decisions are released by the end of June, typically. Uh, however, I think it's fair to expect that a decision in this case will come sooner rather than later because time is of the essence. Uh, and I think the court knows that. And so it needs to solve or answer these constitutional questions um, sooner rather than later. Because if we think about it, if we wait until the end of June, then the primaries are pretty much over by then. Um, and the parties have the presumptive uh, nominees. So in that regard, I think the court recognizes it needs to act quickly and issue a decision quickly. All right. Quinnipiac University Assistant Law Professor Wayne Unger, thanks for being with us today on The Record.